You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. You're listening to The Screw Podcast with your favorite whore, Felicia Rose. And her trusty, slutty sidekick. <laughs> A-Love is here in the house. I like that. I always wanted to be somebody's slutty sidekick. Oh, wait. <laughs> I've been many people's slutty sidekick. <laughs> you are the best slutty sidekick at that. Oh, that touches my heart in so many ways. Thank you. For Speaking of touching. Um, Santa Claus and the holidays are around the corner. I don't know why I said Santa Because you were thinking of sitting on Santa's lap, weren't you? I just, I still find it an awkward thing that there's still Santas that have their laps sat on. I just don't understand it. (laughs) I think beyond the age of like two, there should be no lap sitting. You know, like if the baby can't stand on its own, then fine. Put him in the lap, I guess. But like... (laughs) But do you really want some strange fat man holding your baby? Nothing wrong with fat men. I like fat men, but you Listen, know. The Santa Claus, like from what I've seen on TV about these, all these great Santa, there's like a guild. There's like a union <laughs> for them. They're they're all they all seem like. Wait, I thought there was people. only one Santa. What? <laughs> right, there's one Santa at every mall, and. <laughs> That's a lot of laps. I don't know. I just that's a lot of laps. It's not laps. It's a lot of sitting. It's a lot of butts. It's just weird. It's a weird thing. (laughs) Parents never brought me to go sit on some motherfucker's lap before. Mm. Like that wasn't a thing. So it's just a strange tradition that I just like having to stand next to Santa for Christ's sakes. You know. I'm trying. Like I'm sure I did, but like I just always remember like the line looking so long and like eventually some adult turning to me like saying do you really like need to go talk to this santa the mall santa and like you know thinking in my head i thought santa like those were the representatives for santa santa like right that's what know. i was told i was one of his elves dressed as him <laughs> i love it um that's a that's a good one um well you know so you know we're the the horrid holiday season is upon us again and like can i just ask like it's how many like days from like black friday and like i'm still getting like cyber monday deals so like something must have happened like they didn't make enough money or something or like these leches just like continue the shit on and on and on well, yeah, people don't have fucking money this year. Yeah, they don't. And also, a lot of people are going to small businesses instead, instead of like the corporations point. that are still hounding you to give get more money. You know, I think a lot of people are st- either not gifting or they're doing mm. their like they're making their own gift, or they're going to like really small like niche businesses that can like customize a little thing for them. You know, because that shit, you can get away with giving someone one little customized thing. Right. You know, but like when, when, I don't know. You can get, I don't, present giving is fucking weird in general, but <laughs> I, I definitely feel like something that's, that's made for specifically for somebody, I feel like that's very thoughtful, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I like thoughtful gifts, but I like them like throughout the year or randomly, you know? 
Like, I, this is like, you know, another holiday that I don't have a lot of enthusiasm about. I, I, you know, we can say all the same standard things, but, you know, it's like I have to look at it through the, the queer lens again and say, this is a horrible holiday where we're forced to make decisions uh, between like being alone on some level or like 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 dining with our traumatizers. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, like uh, lesser evilism, anyone, you know, and and like, you know, historically, you know, one of my favorite things to do during the holidays is is find, you know, another queer to have some like filthy holiday pleasure with, um, you know, and I think I, I, I recommend pleasure, like actual pleasure during during the season for as much as you can find it and get it. I, 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 I recommend it. That's that's definitely good words of wisdom. <laughs> I personally, I, I again, Christmas is another one of the holidays where my family always, or at least for the last decade, went away, uh-huh. or like almost two decades now. So like, I truly have no Christmas spirit in me, kind of thing. <laughs> my, Right. I always, honestly, I would always spend Christmas alone, watching Home Alone, and I'd go get one of those Stouffer's mac and cheese and like oh. a little like Home Alone ritual. Because I, I do like the holiday season for like the, the different movie nostalgia things like that. It's pretty decoration one, you know. I'm yeah, a sucker yeah. for like a nice little like comfy, cozy setup mm. with like cold and all that shit. So I definitely like, you know, I still enjoy my little holiday moment, but it's it's mm. it doesn't look like Christmas, right? So like, right, right, right. This year, um, I'm exchanging presents with my partner, and I definitely, like, I, th- I think I nailed it as far as a little mix of, like, some vintage stuff that I think mm. he's going to enjoy, and a little mix of, like, personalized stuff, and a little mix of, like, collectible, like, hard-to-find things. But, like, mm. I didn't even go too crazy, but it's still, like, it just, if you... If you just, I don't know, if you think, if it's thoughtful enough, then, like, that's a great present, in my opinion. But I'm excited because I haven't done gift giving in so long. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to see his reaction, you know? Oh, yeah, that part is fun. Like, you know, I don't mean to be, like, Mr. Scrooge to the max, but, like, you know, actually, I was thinking while you were saying that, when you were talking about the lights, that I definitely like lights. I would love to go to one of these like park apparently like in in albuquerque new mexico there's this huge like acreage of park that does like all these christmas light like uh, demonstration yeah and like i'm like how cool would that be to like go like do some shrooms and like go and like enjoy all the lights especially since you know it's not as cold as other places you right, know? right like you yeah. could be out there just kind of tripping on the lights and like you know making up like dirty christmas carols which i definitely love to do um yeah. I mean like what songs do we in this country do we end up learning better than like nearly any other songs is fucking Christmas carols like there's like very few people who don't know like the the uh, original version of Jingle Bells and the Batman smell version of Jingle Bells right <laughs> So uh, yeah. so, so I I I'm advocating absolute heathenism for uh why well, i said heathenism hedonism or heathenism whatever yeah. <laughs> for, for this holiday season sit down with a good erotic story or a partner or 
you know, your favorite porn and celebrate the baby Jesus being brought into this world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'll probably have, I'll probably be alone on Christmas actual, so I'll probably be like live on cam. So you can always Ooh. do that too. Nice. Oh, that that's actually a really That's what I did for Thanksgiving and I advertised it as anybody that's lonely for the holiday. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I was like, oh, but that's it was so true. sweet. There were people that were alone and bored, so, you know, they jumped yeah. on. Hello. I mean, I always try, like, I usually try to do something, you know, especially if I'm in the city for other people about, like, you know, like, New York is fickle. I remember Boston emptying out, like, nearly completely for Christmas one year. But, like, New York is very similar. You know, you, you see people go to the suburbs or wherever from whence they came, you know, for, for some of these holiday things. And it kind of makes the city your playground. And I usually am like, who else is That's out? That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Did fucked we... up together and trash Christmas. <laughs> oh, do you remember the Christmas that we went to that little bar in Williamsburg before Williamsburg was as insanely, like, popular as it is now? This was, right, like, right, what? Right. 11 years ago or something but yeah we went to like that little bar i don't know if it was on christmas but it was like all christmasy and pr i think it was mm -hmm. on christmas that was very nice mm -hmm. yep 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 yeah that was I mean, of christmas was like going to a dark bar that had like lights around the bar uh, yeah <laughs> i love it like it like satisfies all my pleasure centers you know like <laughs> if they're gonna treat it was the so empty you could just go everywhere and it was exactly like, yeah. And, like, get to know your bartender and, like, tip well, you know, <laughs> and, like, talk shit about your family, you know, because, like, I've been thinking about this a lot, like, you know, these families that, like, still invite racist or homophobic uncle or auntie, whoever, and, like, you know, expect you to come and expect right. you to, like, do an obligation, fuck you, like, you should never have to put yourself in traumatic situations, and, like, what an awful, like, family idea to think, like, you should, you know, okay. I want, and honestly, it's the families that know that you've been traumatized by one of the family members and still invite them anyways, uh -huh. so it's one thing if people don't know about it, okay, there's, there's only so much that they can be held accountable for in that aspect sure, but sure, when they sure, fucking sure. know about it and they invite that then it's like, because it's feel it feels like you're being re-traumatized because that person doesn't fucking care and yeah. that's happened to me I, I i had to say i had to opt out of a it wasn't a holiday thing but it was like a birthday thing i had to opt out of going because one of my abusers was invited full and well the person hosting it knew and knew right. that i probably wouldn't go Meanwhile, the person to, whose birthday it was for was I was way closer to than than said abuser. So why the fuck were they invited? You know, it was exactly it was it was like a slap in my face that I don't think I'd ever recover from because it's truly like, wow, you that's how you feel like that you right. just sit in the face of anybody that's been a victim. Well, and, of and I get tired. I mean, like I'm sure I'm not the only one, but you get tired of having certain conversations about like why it's a problem you know like right. exactly you, i should have to fucking explain myself exactly the area where like my my folks like spend their time is like <clears throat> is i mean i was fucking fag bashed there like calm the fuck on like you don't want right. to take into any consideration the trauma that happens from somebody taking a baseball bat to your car or threatening to kick your ass or like, 
you know, the number, many number of things. And, you know, I go back to these towns now and I see fucking Confederate flags up in Massachusetts and fascists fucking don't tread on me flag. Like, get the fuck out of here. Why the, oh. who are you to ask me to come to such a place? And sure, you don't have any oppression, oppressed identities that fucking, you know, make you think of this personally, but you have family. And, like, if you're not going to take a stand against it, fine. But, like, don't expect me to come and be there with you. Like, that's yeah. a, a horrific Amen. idea, you know? And Absolutely. You know, that's... That's that's and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know what? Maybe you and I around the holidays one day we could do like a spaces or something so that people can join in. That would be beautiful. And have a moment where they don't feel alone, but also people can like vent and stuff. Yeah, come come that. bash, you know that come fucking ob- obnox- <laughs> obnoxious relative. Like fuck that. Uh, fuck hell that. yeah. So, like, speaking of, like, having control over your reality, um, you know, so, like, we were talking about sex, as we do sometimes, and um, (laughs) we were talking, you, like, brought up a very interesting topic, this idea of waking up a sexual partner with head. Um, like, good old BJ action, or, like, I guess the other, like, not just BJs, like, any kind of head, like, you know... eating that pussy good for breakfast or whatever you know (laughs) Um, (laughs) like what 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 are your what's what's your take on that is there ever a time where that's okay well that was so how i stumbled on this is somebody made a tiktok that was like the something like you know how people have been writing lately like the feminine urge or the masculine urge it was like the feminine urge to wake up my partner with head because everybody always says that they want to be woken up that way but Mm -hmm. also not wanting to do it because there's no consent given in the moment and then my friend reposted it was like yeah what the fuck i can't and i'm like you know 19 year old felicia would absolutely but like no it's i i feel like i agree there's it's not there's no consent and so therefore i don't know so I, what do you like, think? I know. I don't know what yeah, my answer is. So I, I have advice on this. Like, okay. Because okay, <laughs> I have been on both sides of the coin. I've had it happen to me once where there was no discussion, you know, like no predetermined discussion. But okay. I think it's always going to be up to you and your partner and uh, figuring out a type of communication around these things that you both can agree on and both works for you. And I think part of that is... A failsafe, right? So let's say, you know, you you meet, you get hot and heavy, you start talking about what you guys are into, your likes, and, and, you know, and I think these are conversations you should have, because these things can be exciting if everybody's on the fucking same page. The problem is nobody talks about it, and something that could have been exciting had you discussed it is now something that feels like it overstepped a boundary or treaded on your consent. You know, I, I feel like I feel like the yes, I agree, like absolutely. But I feel like we're talking about people who have been given the consent. Like right. yes, you so are allowed to do it. So there's what, a what, second part to that. Oh, so okay. <laughs> consent. No, no, no. I just mean yes. Good point. So let's say your partner, you know, says yeah, I I don't mind. You know, um, that sounds exciting to me. You know, let's 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 do it. Right, um, okay. and. Um, my advice would be to say, because we know how fickle it can be to wake up, 
is that if you're making that kind of pact, you also need to make an escape clause, let's call it, right? So if your partner wakes up and and is not in the mood or doesn't react well, you have an agreement that you stop immediately, that this is not going to be something you're going to pursue, that like while we have open consent, you always have a right to change your mind, right? And that that is the mantra that like, you know, when you're getting so into... You, so you agree that there is like this idea that you can give consent ahead of the actual act happening like well ahead I, I do but it has to be a very well communicated thing and, and 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 you and your partner really have to trust each other and only you can answer those questions you know right. and I, w- I would advise if you're somebody that's experienced any kind of trauma in your past that you need to like think about you know your actual reaction imagine the worst right. day if you wake up poorly or right. if you have weird dreams or nightmares right. Maybe you're not the right person to be woken right. up. Exactly. I, I, I would say on some level, make sure that you've you've processed your experience to the point where like, you know, something like that is not going to be traumatizing. And, you know, on some level, what we're talking about is a little bit quote unquote kinkier level of sex. So if you're you know, you you're still allowed to make decisions with your partner about what you want to do for sure. But give it the best chance of being a good experience and like right. really really make sure you mean it and have given thought to it because you know we all sometimes want to seem really cool and adventurous especially when we first meet somebody but make sure that's not just something you process in general but that particular person you know because we can say we're into something but we're not necessarily into something with every single person that we meet right, right? you know what something that may have you know, not been hot many years ago might be hot now or vice versa. And, and, you know, it's, you have to like know the energy of your partner and you have to be willing to talk about it because, you know, if you're doing an open consent thing for something like that, then you have to be able to verify, you know, maybe when your partner wakes up, like, is this okay, you know, or like looking, you know, pre-agree on like a thumbs up or some sort or like of like, the, yeah, like you touch the back of my head a certain way or exactly like usually what happens to me is I start it and then I feel a hand on the back of my head, like pushing me harder. So, you know, like, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, like the problem is, is we get in a world where we say, uh, no, that's something that should never happen. But then what we're doing is taking two individuals and and two sexual partners right to make decisions over their own body and their own uh, sexual exploration and I think we do have to be a little careful with that like you know but there there are ways to like lighten the blow and that's always going to be honesty and communication for any sex act you know know what you're getting into because you don't want something to turn bad. You know, I said earlier, there was a time where it happened, you know, without my consent. And, you know, when I look on it in retrospect, I'm like, ah, you know, that was kind of hot. And like, unfortunately, it it ruined that ever being a possibility for both of us because now there's a, wow, you reacted badly, so I'm never going to try that again. And uh, yeah. wow, you did this without talking to me. So I feel kind of funky about now giving you open consent to do it. You know? right. So, like, you know, we want to have healthy, fulfilling experiences, but all of that is the answer is always going to be the same is like really communicating it out. And if you don't feel you can do that 
with your partner, maybe that's an exercise you you, you should explore. <laughs> you right. know? And if and, and in the same breath of you, you know, on both ends of it, if you're not good at rejection, maybe that's something that you don't do with somebody that mm. is now, that you don't know the reaction, you know, because somebody could give you, I could say right now, I love sleep sex. I want to get fucked when I'm sleeping. And sure. then in the middle of sleeping, fight you because I don't even, I'm like half fucking awake. You don't know, right? You don't know right, how right, right. people are like, because sometimes physiologically we act different than what like we actually want, you know, sure. like what we would, like normally you'd want to, you know, do, but like, no, we woke up or this happened or whatever. So, uh, it, you know, on both sides, you have to be right. okay well, with and I, whatever I would that, say, but... that outcome might be if the person stops the situation from happening, right? Right. And if you're getting to the the point in your your sexual or romantic relationship with somebody that you uh, you know want to do something like this, you know, I'm hoping that you have some sort of impression about what your lover is like when they first wake up in the morning. You know, like you know, and 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 that you're self aware enough to know what you're like. Like one of the things I always say is like, look, I tend to wake up with a start. But that doesn't mean necessarily to stop, right? Because, like, I'm just somebody, like, when I awake, I jar awake. You know what I mean? And, like, don't let that intimidate you. I'm telling you with my open consent, please keep doing that. And, and, And if it's a problem, I'll say stop. You know, to me, like, stop's a good word. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) You know, like, you know, because we are communicating. This isn't about a safe word thing. This is about a pleasure thing, you know. I'm not telling you what my threshold is. I'm saying right now I'm not interested in that, you know. Um, And and your partner has to be able to hear that, you know, vice versa. So I do think there is a way to do it. And I know it's a controversial subject, but, you know, for what I said, I think we still need to be able to make those negotiations with our partners, you know, in our own exploration. Everybody's different, you know, like... I would just say don't do it with, like, a, a one-time booty call. Like, you mm-mm, really... Mm-mm. Unless you've spent, like, all sorts of time working up to having sex with the person by getting right. to know... I, I just think that you really need to know people. For, like you said, like, they're, like it's more... What did you call it? It's, like, kinkier or, you know... Yeah. There's ways to have safe sex and there's ways to have safer sex in in a sexual scenario that's not necessarily you know um free of potential harm and you should feel you should never feel and maybe that's the important thing that just because you're in a relationship sexual or otherwise and it's long term that you have carte blanche to do things like that you don't own your sexual partners you don't own your partner they they still own their own body no matter what unless you've got some again kinky prearranged idea going and like i'm all for that if it's hot to both of you um and feels healthy to you but like you know yeah don't don't this is not this is not an activity you should ever assume is okay you know like with without having a discussion amen amen um so yeah again like another like consent based thing but like you you got your shit fucking copied and faked recently like well yeah so it wasn't um luckily for me i don't believe any of my content was leaked but it it was one of those phishing sites where it was made to look like somebody copied my instagram and took like photos and they made a whole website on wix and Um, on what on Wix. What's the fuck's Wix? Wix is like GoDaddy or, you know, like one of those, mm. like, uh, whatever website 
server things. What are okay. they called? Like you hosting, know host? Yeah, hosting? a host site, yes. Yeah, okay. So um, they made it look like pocket stars. And what they did is they blocked me on Instagram. And then they went through my Instagram and added, like, as many people as possible. Mm. And said, sign up to the site to see stuff for free. Obviously, I don't think anybody is stupid enough to have done it because it wasn't a real thing. But because uh, it was like, again, it was made to look like pocket stars, but mm. it wasn't. But um, I first I thought that somebody had stolen all my content. And I freaked the fuck out because I was just like, oh, oh yeah, such a- I remember you texted. <laughs> yeah, I texted everybody. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so just in case this happens to anybody else, you know, fake profiles, things like that. Obviously, reporting fake profiles is the first step. But if there's a website made to look like it's you. Um, go to the actual website host itself. So, like I said, if it's, you know, uh, what, who makes websites? Wix and fucking... Um, Squarespace. And... Squarespace, yes. I was almost at Foursquare. <laughs> <laughs> go, basically, go directly to the actual website host. There should um, be, a, like, a reach out to us, customer service slash... Okay copyright uh infringement report etc under there you'll be able to put in a dmca takedown notice which basically says you have you're basically signing an affidavit that says this person's copying my content and using it without permission and then there the website host will go through and take it down and let you know that it's all set if you can first take the actual website and get the ip address so you can block the motherfucker on everything that you have which i did so um, so you can block an ip address well what i did is i blocked it through all of my content sites mm, 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 mm. so how do you um, how do you do that you go there's actually just a link for it okay you go right into like, like under settings or something or privacy yeah, yeah. there's okay. like a literally like just search block ip address and you can block the user or the IP address. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you should be good to go. But obviously, like there, if there is a bigger issue, you definitely maybe need to get legal help. So there are, you know, there's free, obviously there's always free legal advice all around, but definitely go to somebody who is versed in DMCA takedowns. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That sounds like good advice. <laughs> yeah. It's- Yes, but it's also it's good to just you know equip yourself with as much knowledge as possible when it comes to that stuff and don't get too worried like this we are living in a world where like revenge porn is is no longer just a symptom of the internet it's now an actionable legal item and people are taking it very seriously these days so the only thing that's ever happened to me i was once um on tumblr looking at poetry sites of course and i saw my dick uh, in a feed of like my actual dick pic it was oh, like and it was like you know at first I'm looking at it I'm like god that cock looks fucking familiar <laughs> <laughs> not, not, a, not immediately <laughs> recognizing that it was my own um, <laughs> and then I was like but the picture looks like that like the angle like it, it something really familiar and so I went through my dick pics and I found the pic and I was like oh my goodness but like I didn't ask anybody to take it down I figured you know free advertising what can you do (laughs) (laughs) I I, I wrote I did leave a comment said hey that's me (laughs) and then I got a bunch of DMs so you know Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like there's not many people these days who hasn't seen my cock. So what? What? what Touché. Can you do? Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's like you know, there's there's I put content out there that's out there, and it's just like whatever. Sure. That's not really. It's more like people trying to get money off of my fans. That that's right. that pisses me off. It's like there's no other sites aside from the two. Don't be fooled. It's you're you're gonna get scammed. You're going to get you know like your credit card information is gonna get taken, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like right, 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 right. Just don't do it because it's not it's not even worth like whatever you think you're signing for for free. You're not. You're not getting anything for free. So Believe. just just to pimp you out for a second. So where are the only places you can get your content? Okay, so you can get my content at FeliciaRaw.ManyVids.com or onlyfans.com slash felicia rose awesome very cool so if you're anywhere else on any other sites it ain't the real slim shady um yeah and you should <laughs> report it for me and request a take down thank you hell, hell yeah so like i was trying to like think to like like connect the last thing we talked about to the next thing <laughs> um but actually wait i just thought of it so speaking of income um <laughs> <laughs> um and income loss so like i was you know because you know we are also like co-owners of new queer order and um you know have a lot of like conversations and a lot of networking with other people like and some of them are you know great and helpful and others are just chasing the the pink dollar and doing the whole rainbow washing shit and everything right. we experienced at the 50th of pride basically and so I'm like been trying to like, you know, talk to people that are a little bit more aligned with what we're trying to do. And um, it, it was interesting because this person I talked to um, the other day was like telling me, so, you know, um, you know, to speak on on things because, you know, power under capitalism is money. And, you know, I, I've said this many times before, but like fight, fight homophobia, fight racism. But, you know, power under this system really is about money. Right. Like you don't get a seat at any table being poor. It's just a fucking reality, you know. Right. So, you know, when we're talking about our queer community, you know, over 50 percent of us in the queer community live under in, live in poverty. And that's 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 a huge fucking number, and like that's you know, insane number. Holy shit! Yeah, and we've said many times, like you know, there's often a misconception based on the kind of Ryan Murphy, RuPaul, Andy Cohen reality that we are all you know somewhat affluent and have you know uh, houses and vacation and all those things, and that's just not the case. Right. And so. So building economic power for sex workers and, and, and queer folks is really about um, putting money in our fucking pockets. You know, let's like not beat around the bush. And uh, there's a, over a trillion dollars a year spent in the pink dollar economy or by by queer queer households. So when you think about that, you know, think about how you can support the queer community that you're a part of. Um, right. There are infinite amount of queer-owned businesses in New York. Um, New Yorkers hate, in general, shopping at big, you know, chain companies. Great. So if you're queer, 
there are several business listings for queer businesses online. Um, take a look at those. Um, you know, Pride Pays and Daylight. Um, they have uh, a listing of uh, by zip code. Put in your zip code and see if there's maybe a place where you can get your poppers or condoms or even your right. bread uh, <laughs> at, at a queer owned organization and, and help those organizations grow because um, our brothers and sisters need money and jobs and, and a way to feed themselves. And that's just the reality. Um, you know, not trying to make anybody feel bad, just saying what is. So, you know, um, take a look. Piece of advice to go into the holiday season, mm. you know, if and when you can spend your money at queer owned businesses, yep. especially being a part of the queer community, if we're spending so much money in in business, you know, in purchases in general, then we need to also make sure that we're focusing backwards on our own community as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and and the more that we do this, the more that we can put some some actual like strength and power in, in fighting some of the things that we're up against, especially in the coming years, you know, um, and and, uh, you know, we many years ago, there was um, I think it was called the pink pages. And the main concern was to go to businesses where we could feel safe. And, and I, I, I do think right. that is still definitely an issue for a lot of people, you know. Um, I, I mean, I just found out through this listing, for example, that there's a queer-owned grocery store in Brooklyn, you know. And, like, that that's cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. Go to go to that grocery store. We'll we'll get you the name. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's the more we are able to do that, and 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 also support organizations like New Queer Order, um, where we have an opportunity to provide economic opportunity for our brothers and sisters in the community. Um, you know, so um, if you can. Uh, uh, Take a look at those lists, and um, also we, you know, take a look at our support us page on newqueerorder.com for our affiliates that we're a part of, and uh, do some clicking and and put some food on the table. <laughs> that was my rant for that. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a very good rant. It's a good point. But um, you know, please uh, subscribe and follow um, everywhere you can. And if you have a, uh, if you're already running a queer podcast or do uh, some sort of queer art or anything of the like, hit us up. Maybe we can uh, help each other out through some networking relationships and whatnot. Um, visit us at newqueerorder.com. The front page has a pitch form. Um, tell us your idea and tell us what you'd like to do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You got anything else for us, Miss Rose? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Uh, yeah, have a have a safe and happy holiday season. Whatever you actually celebrate or don't celebrate is Absolutely. totally cool. I don't celebrate shit, but I celebrate pretty lights. So enjoy your pretty light season. And, and fuck your brains out any way you enjoy. Yeah, and have a holly jolly. <laughs> holly jolly get your jollies off on a holly jolly christmas uh, all right peace love uh-huh.